time. What did you shoot today? Oh, I don't keep score, Judge. Oh, well, how do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. You know, you should play with Dr. Beeper and myself. <laughs> I mean, he's been club champion for three years running, and I'm no slouch myself. <laughs> don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. Salad episode 73. It's in the hole! Uh, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. Welcome back, Adam. Hola. Hey, Steph. Hola. And today we are going to be talking all about the best in the oh-so-worst movies of the year 1980. <laughs> Thank God for bad movies, because David Naughton would have been working <laughs> at Burger Chef. Anyway, uh, first of all, we do have to thank uh, Jim's wife, Rebecca, for coming up with the idea that we need to recap every year of the 80s. So this is our backpedal for 1980. Uh, next year we'll do 1981 as yes. well as 1983. She will also be suggesting an all-George Michael episode, too, so be Well, that's for fine. That. As long as I get that guy who, like... Invaded the mall with the saxophone, just playing the uh, the riff to Careless Whisper. I'll be happy. Yeah, Sergio. We were, we were in, it was it Sergio? Yeah. We, we did have the privilege of uh, personally seeing the public restroom where he uh, <laughs> rekindled his fame. What did he do? <laughs> Does it have a big plaque? Yeah, George Michael was caught wanking off here. George Michael got caught blowing someone here. This is a big, it's like, what is that? Is that a porthole? No, that's a cast of his Why does that sign say George's glory hole? <laughs> George Michael was caught waking me up before me go-go here. No. I'm in big trouble, by the way. Yeah. All right, let's move on before before Jim's wife hits him in the head with either a rolling pin uh, or a frying pan. Or both. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to start off with Chris's Cultural Corner. KKK, that's not good. And uh, Chris writes, here is his personal top five worst movies of 1980. Plus, he does want to talk about... Um, one movie in particular that we did not re- that we decided not to recap, so we're gonna let Chris do it. Uh, one of his favorite movies of 1980 was the movie Midnight Madness, one of the first Disney movies to get a PG rating. The first being Black Hole. The movie didn't do too well at the box office, but when the movie started airing on HBO, it achieved cult status and actually spawned some actual great all-nighters in parts of the country. That's a lie. Keep okay. Going. His favorite quote was, "Dear team, I told you not to cheat." Now, if you want to find the clue, you're going to have to go back and start all over. Love, Leon. P.S. You lost your ball. I don't know if I've ever actually watched Midnight Madness. Well, I believe I believe it's Michael J. Fox. Is that what I'm thinking of? Michael J. Fox and Nancy McKeon are a, oh, a couple. Yes. Because Nancy McKeon certainly looked like she liked dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I think David Naughton was in it, which automatically gives it the Jim Ethier bang stamp of approval. <laughs> Actually, no, that's and if Cicerone were here, I'm sure that he would be all over this that's movie. That's right, because we'd have our t-shirts that say, David Naughton rules, why yes. not? Yeah. A-U-G-H-T. <laughs> all right, and then moving on to uh, Chris's five worst movies. The first one is Popeye. It is what it is, and that's all that it is. A bad Robin Williams movie. 
Now, no, I don't hate Popeye. No, yes, you do. I, I, Nobody Rob, likes Robin Popeye. Robin Williams doesn't make bad movies. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Patch Adams never happened. Jack never happened. <laughs> Toys was good. <laughs> Look, it's chest hair. Oh, that's not a toy. That's <laughs> you know what? I, I actually have a soft spot for this movie. My grandmother... It was like one of the last movies my grandmother took me to before she died, so I, I kind of have a soft spot for it. I never watched this movie. I think I saw bits of it when it was back on... Uh, channel fifty six. Oh. Well, who was it? it? Was it was Robin Williams? Robin it was, Williams. What's her face? Shelley Duvall. And the role she was born to play. Yeah, and the role she was born. Who was Ray Wilson? Is uh, pooped at Pappy. It was this Pappy. Yep. Who played Wimpy? Um, Wimpy Paul was Dooley. Paul Dooley. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And who I know. played Brutus? Oh, um, God. You need Bluto? Adam, you got a uh, Bluto. Yeah. Paul L. Smith. Paul L. Smith, who played uh, Raban in um, Dune. Oh, yes, I knew that. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Shit that settles in the crevices of your mind. <laughs> you know what? The funny thing about this movie is, is that it was... There's a lot of talent behind it, especially Robert Altman, the greatest director to never win Best Director. Mm. And um, it just... I read that it was uh, Paramount's consolation prize for not being able to score the film rights to Annie, which oh. uh, ended up going to uh, Columbia. So they got the other King's feature, which was... Uh, Popeye, and apparently they, they had less of an idea what to do with it as Columbia did with Annie. I, I like this movie. I mean, I was pretty young, you know, when the first time I saw this movie, and I don't know, I, it it made I liked it. The octopus and the baby almost getting snuffed. That's you know. You know what I could have done without Sweet though? Pea. Yeah. You know <laughs> what else pea. I could have done without though, Adam? I could have done without the um, the, without all the musical numbers. Yeah. There was an yeah. awful lot of musical numbers. There was a lot of musical numbers, yeah. With people that really didn't have the inclination to be, you know, singing. Right. You know what was nice to find out, though, about the movie? Popeye's blonde. <laughs> he's not bald. Uh, by the way, he's a woman beater because he used to beat the living shit out of the sea hag. Oh, yeah. All the time, so he beat up women. Yeah. Was she in the movie? The sea hag was she? No, the sea hag was not in the movie. Negative. There's only so much goodness you can fit in that movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially the, the whole thing about him not liking spinach. Yeah. What a shitty origin that is. <laughs> I don't like spinach, but it gives me really big strength. Nobody likes spinach out of a can. I'm strong without it. <laughs> I'm still I'm seriously waiting for like the gritty reboot of uh, Popeye, though. Oh, God. Where he spent like way too much time in Afghanistan, hiding yeah. in a cave, waiting to just take out one like warlord. <laughs> and it's warped his mind as well as his forearms. I just had this vision of DiCaprio walking out of a cave. <laughs> Gigantic forearms with, with little little anchors on it. He, he keeps his steroids in his spinach cans. Oh, no. <laughs> Seriously, that is about as thinly veiled a guise of uh, steroids as Captain America and the Super Soldier Serum. He didn't do st- oh. I mean, they shot him up with it. It's yeah, just a fancy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, it's I had asthma once, but then it went away. No, it didn't. You were shot up with steroids to make you into an Aryan Superman. Come on. <laughs> All right, moving on. Chris's number four bad movie, The Jazz Singer. The movie had some good songs, a great actor in Sir Lawrence Olivier, but it didn't translate into a good movie, unfortunately. Is that the one with Neil Diamond? Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy, Mike's coming over the table. Oh, boy. You make fun of Neil Diamond. You make fun of the Jewish lover. You, you uh, The Jewish Elvis. And Lucy Arnaz. Oh, Lucy Arnaz was in this. This yeah. movie is unwatchable. The only good part about this movie is the very end because I actually do like the song They Come Into America. Other than that, I have no son. <laughs> Personally, I, I prefer watching the Simpsons version of it. Oh, which one was? Oh, yes. The, uh, the Krusty. 
Oh, that was like a season two episode, wasn't it? But it was actually a pretty decent season Okay. Two. Now, the Jazz Singer, it's a remake, because there was one done in 1927. Yeah, well, it was I, the first one. We're coming to America! Pretty, pretty fantastic blackface in that particular <laughs> Yeah, it, it was I'm, Al Jolson. Yeah. I think it was Al Jolson. <laughs> Which, yeah. uh, I think the, the picture is quite entertaining if I can't. Let me see if I can bring that up. They don't even show it on the DVD cover anymore. They just show it, like, doing the mammy oh, thing from the back. Oh, my lord. Oh, uh, yep. Adam got a new toy. He got an iPad. Is yes. Really, is ch- <laughs> Look at the lips. I don't. I don't get it. How do we not know that Jolson wasn't black? <laughs> is there any chance we can put that up on the website? Or oh, I see. I don't, I see no, I just. Uh, I don't know. Wait, wait. Uh, now I'm gonna shock you, but see if you can tell the difference between the two people depicted on the cover of the original release. <laughs> it's Al Jolson and King Kong. What the hell? <laughs> look at the face. Oh God! Uh, Brilliant. Yep. Yeah. You know, one of these days, that. somebody who's considered hip is going to bring blackface back, and it's going to be all the rage again. Oh, <laughs> oh they, I they want. Just, they just keep getting better. Yeah. Oh, the jazz singer. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they were horribly offended. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, All God. right. Well, if, if nobody lynches us while we're putting them up, maybe I'll put them up on our website, geeksalad.podbean.com. Oh, dear Lord. So, anyway, oh. yes, Jazz Singer, the 1980 version. Not mm-hmm. a good movie. Mm-hmm. But a great song. Now, is the love scene with uh, Neil Diamond and Lucy Arnaz, is he wearing gold lame? Um, I'm sure he is. I know he's got, like, the sideburns that you could essentially have to have their own luggage. Of course. Yes, because that was the days. Those were the days. You had a dream that made it real. They come into America. (laughs) All right, next up on Chris's worst list, The Blue Lagoon. Brooke Shields won a Razzie for worst actress in her role in this movie. Good for you, Brooke. With her stunt breasts. Oh, my God. This movie, uh, again, unwatchable movie. Yeah, she was only like 15 when she did it, so they couldn't legally, use her actual... they, le- Legally, they could not use her, her nudity in that movie. Yeah. So they needed stunt breasts? Yes. Yeah. That's... Phyllis Diller was, was they... really... <laughs> I, I, well, see, I love the dedication to the breasts, then, because like, they can't just give it up. Like, well, we're we, we going to have to take the breasts out. She's too young. The hell with that! We need stunt breasts. <laughs> yeah, whenever Let's find something. Without, without the breasts, this movie's nothing. You know it. <laughs> Peter, McNich- <laughs> Peter McNichol said he wouldn't. Who, who's the kid who did it? Chris Atkins. Oh, I don't know. I, you know what? In the eighties, if it's not a McNichol, it ain't nothing. To me. Chris <laughs> Atkins. What's he been junk up to hanging these out? Days? I don't know. He I used think... to do put it on the hits, the lip syncing super show. Yeah, he was in the pirate movie. Oh yes, he was with oh. Christy McNichol. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's aging well. Yep. He's aging like an old lesbian. <laughs> he kind of looks like the Joker without makeup. Ooh. Why so serious? The, um, yeah, I, oh God, I tried watching The Blue Lagoon not too long ago. The dialogue in it is wretched. Did you explain? Where did, where did the baby come in? How did you get the baby in you? Um, I don't know, because you were rolling around and something popped in. I don't know. Well, they had to play, like, young and stupid, so it wasn't too yeah. much of a stretch, I suppose. Yeah, young, stupid, illiterate, mm-hmm. After that, she was in the, uh, those Calvin Klein jeans. Yep, yep. And this was directed by Randall Kleiser, who had just followed up Grease with this movie. Again. Again. Wow. Yep. All right, moving on. Number two, Can't Stop the Music, The Village People and the Role of Their Lives. 
That is summing up this bad movie. That about sums up this bad movie. I remember watching this movie on television once and, and being about 11 years old and finally understanding what gay was. No, you had no idea. <laughs> oh my god. You watch them and you're like, God, that's what I aspire to be. Look at those dudes. <laughs> Look at those mustaches, those chaps. How assless. You saw that and you just wanted to say to, say to yourself, I'm going to grow up to be an Indian chief. Yes. Well, <laughs> the weekend Indian. In, yes. In a completely white outfit. Yep. Well, uh, so always struck me when I was a kid was like, okay, I can understand no. why the Indian has assless pants. I can also understand why the biker has assless pants. Why does the guy who's the cop have assless pants? Or the construction worker. That doesn't make because sense. Because it's hot in front of those lights. Everybody knows that. Yeah. When you're on stage, those lights are burning through your soul. And, when, and the and only way to counteract that, assless there you go. And when you are probably fueling yourself on his, on the heroic doses of cocaine that these guys were probably on at the time, oh, I don't know I'm sure I... you get a little sweaty. Uh, you know who else is in this movie? Everyone remembers the village people. You've got such great stars as Valerie Perrine, the second female lead in Superman. Bruce Jenner's in this. Bruce Jenner! <laughs> Pre-Hall of Fame men that look like old lesbians, Bruce Jenner. You don't think there's any chance they made him wear the 70s nut hugger oh, attractions, do you? Steve Gutenberg's yeah. in this. Yeah! Oh, oh, as well. Oh, Gutes. goodness. Wow, he wasn't too busy making all those uh, wonderful uh, Police Academy movies? No, that would take time? four more years for him to show up in oh, a Police Academy right. movie. I love Police Academy, but man, Gutenberg, you were uh, yeah. really, really trying to well, get up there. You know, the stonecutters like... have done their job and done it well. <laughs> stonecutters. <laughs> Who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? We do! Yeah. Um, nice. Oh, boy. And here's an interesting piece of, uh, piece of trivia. You know who directed this movie? I'm sure you know. I yep. Nancy Walker. Oh, played, Nancy Walker. Who played Rhoda's mom on the show Rhoda and was also in those like Palm Olive dish commercials. As like Rosie. No, no, she was uh, Rosie the waitress for the uh, paper towel oh, commercial. Right. Yeah. She wasn't Mrs. B, was she? Just, no. Oh. This was the only directing gig she ever had. Why not start with a high scale musical? And shockingly, she was on the Golden Girls for a couple episodes. Was she? Oh, yeah. Well, she was old at the time. Yeah, 1987. (laughs) I would like to go back in time and punch the Beatles in the face for coming out with Can't Buy Me Love. Because it spurned on all this crap. Every band figured, hey, the Beatles can do it. We're just as good as the Beatles. We'll do one. And the correct answer was, no, you are not. Thanks, Grand Funk Railroad. Just what we needed. And finally, on Chris's list of bad movies, Xanadu. As with the jazz singer, the movie has great songs, a great actor slash dancer slash singer in Gene Kelly, but it didn't translate into a good movie. Boy, Gene Kelly must have been hard up for opium money to do this <laughs> piece of shit. Chris was on to write, the difference with this movie is that it became a cult classic for some reason. This film, along with Can't Stop the Music, inspired the creation of the Golden Razzies. There's probably a Living Newton John here that. There's a couple good songs on that, though. Yeah, there is. It's all yellow. Well, Olivia. No, but. Olivia Newton John is magic. That's true. That's true. But they also had Yellow, which is actually a great band. Um, I remember my mother took me to see this movie because I saw Olivia Newton John on The Muppets. And I'm like, God, she's pretty. Hey, she's in a movie. Let's go see that. Man, it if there's ever such a thing as it learning worked. your lesson the hard way. Wow. God I damn. got an idea. Well, this is a great idea for a movie. We'll take Disco Queen, Olivia Newton-John, 
former superstar Gene Kelly and stick roller skates on him and see what happens. <laughs> and add the we'll stir that shit up a little bit. lights around too. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. They actually this inspired a musical on Broadway that essentially is a roller skating musical. That's not the first roller skating musical. No, no, that, no. That's um, Starlight, Starlight Express, Express with an Andrew Lloyd Webber production. Starlight yeah. Express was. No, they were a. Um, it was roller skating because they were part of a train. They were magic dancing, singing train. Stephanie's, uh, you know, pulling her tonsils right now. That wasn't for a directed while, so. by Steven Spielberg, was it? No, Starlight Express. No, it's a it's a musical. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber. I have no idea, Mike. Something Express. I have Sugar no Steven idea. Steven Spielberg somehow by some miracle. No, no, Sugar, Sugar Land Express. Oh yeah, yeah. T- totally different movie. <laughs> Express. All, all right. right. Express. So, Until so, little little piece of uh, information here, I just thought was funny. So approximately twenty million to make this movie. It made twenty two million. Ooh, so it was a profit so maker. So they basically right. had enough it to buy sandwich, a sandwich for the crew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, they pop the bottle of champagne. Enjoy the champagne because that's the profit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going towards Olivia Newton-John's what? hot pants and Gene Kelly's coffin. <laughs> uh, the rest of the... <laughs> <laughs> he gave him the moon roof. <laughs> oh, well, they don't know it also bought the other guy a uh, ticket to obscurity. Gene Kelly? No, not Gene Kelly. The, oh. No, Gene Kelly died like 20 years later. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, no, you're right. It was like 16 years later. Gene Kelly? Yeah. He like, died in 95 or 96. Just you're talking about Michael Beck? Yes, Michael Beck. Yeah, Gene <laughs> Kelly died in 96. Yeah. He must have been 100. No, actually, he just turned 100 like three days ago. 1912 to 1996. Yeah. So anyway, Chris writes, thanks. Until next podcast, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Now let's yeah. move on to some of our uh, Facebook uh, feedback here. Uh, first of all, well, Brian Runk brought up a couple, but we're going to bring those up in a little bit because they are important. Um, but my own roommate Kathleen wanted to bring up a couple of things real quick. She wanted to know that uh, if Gamera was actually made in 1980, and Mike, you had an answer for her. Yes, Gamera was made in 1980. It was the last of the uh, like the early Gamera movies before they re-released them in like 2005. Okay. Uh, she also said it was a big year for campy girl movies like the aforementioned Blue Lagoon and Xanadu, but also Foxes, which I don't remember, and Little Darlings, which I believe were about uh, lesbians at summer camp. Um, yes, that's with Christy McNichol in... in uh, who's the drug abuser? Uh, she was married to John McEnroe. Oh, Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill. Yep, okay. Yeah. And then she brings up, and we can discuss some of this stuff, it was a big year for horror. There was The Fog, The Changeling, Prom Night... Friday the 13th, and of course, The Shining. Nice. So let's talk about some of this horror, this ho- these horror movies. Uh, let's start with The Fog, starring Adrian Barbeau. This is KB Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here. And let me be the first to wish Antonio Bay a happy birthday. We're 100 years old today. And keep a watch out for that fog bank heading in from the east. Yeah. Man, she was attractive. You know what we used to call her? Adrian Barboobs. Okay, yeah, that's right. Not so attractive anymore, though. No, she she actually... If there's a Hall of Fame for women who look like old old gay men, <laughs> that's what she looks like. <laughs> Bruce Jenner is definitely in the Hall of Fame for men that look like old lesbians. Do they have acceptance speeches and busts? I don't know, but they do have a website. Men that look like old lesbians.com. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis was just like the poster woman for... 
She was horror movie. She, she was. She was, she, was the, she was the original. She, one of the original scream queens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So she she got on the set, and they're like, you know what? We're gonna put you in all of the movies. <clears throat> we'll fit you in there somehow. You gonna take your top off? Good. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> she was in yeah. prom night. She was in Halloween two years yeah. before. Yeah. She was in Halloween two. Yeah. Which came out the year after. Um, well, this yeah. movie teaches us a lot of important lessons. One, never night? build a town over a, a town over a leper colony. Which is apparently is the plot of the movie. Oh, you're, talking about, you're talking about the fog, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she yeah. in the fog? Or yeah. Was... Okay. Oh, right. yeah. All right. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, Adam's got his iPad. You know what they should have... The iPad don't Sorry, lie. We're, bring, we're bringing some facts to they the fact-checking to the, to, to the program. They should have renamed Prom Night to Let's Rise Up and Kill the Popular Kids. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yep. All right. What about the... All right. Now, what about the fog? I don't think I've ever actually seen the fog. Yeah, it, I, I if I did, I probably watched it late at night on Channel Fifty Six. I have definitely, at a sleepover. I've definitely seen like a, a watered down version on, you know, some. Did they redo it? They remade yeah. it like five years ago. And I'm, it, I don't think it was called the Fog. Though. No, it was no, called was, the Fog, and it was um, rated PG thirteen, and it probably sucked ass. It, it, I actually <laughs> saw it in theaters. The Fog? Yeah. Okay. Hey, movie month? Were you the one? Yeah, probably. You were. <laughs> it was you. Huh? That, that, that one? No, that one starred uh, Tom Welling. That's right, it did. Yeah. Tom Welling, TV Superman, who's not really Superman. Wait, is yeah. this where they're trapped in the grocery store? No. no that was, that was uh, The Mist. Oh, yeah. The Mist. Yes. I get <laughs> it. Yeah, come on. Right, sorry. <laughs> that I, one's I was... based on Stephen King. This one was. Uh, you got a five minute timeout, Adam. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Stephen. I got it mixed up there with John Carpenter. You guys yeah. are so alike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Prom Night was pretty terrible. It was a slasher, and it took place in prom night. Right, we right. And guess what? The hot kids were having sex. Die. <laughs> no. All right. Friday the 13th. Yeah. All right. The I'm... original slasher film, and the reason why uh, Drew Barrymore's boyfriend in Scream got gutted like a fish. <laughs> you know what? I'll be back. Friday the 13th. You may only see it once, but that will be enough. Friday, the 13th. I, I, I don't think, and I, I probably saw the first <clears throat> four Friday the 13th. I've seen them all. And I find them hysterically funny. Oh, they, they are. are hysterical. They're not sca- Halloween 1 and Halloween 2 scared the piss out of me. Friday the 13th were hysterical. Friday the 13th Part 1 was pretty scary. Then they just got started getting campy. Yeah. It uh, got so bad that they they started recycling way, ways people died. Because yeah. I remember watching <laughs> the second one. The second one. I don't know. What, Kevin Bacon was in one of them. He was he's in the first one. He's in the first one. one. And he dies because he's lying on a hammock <clears throat> and she grabs his head and sticks an arrow through hey, his chest. You didn't spoiler find... alert here. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert, everyone. If you haven't seen this movie but, from 1980. <laughs> but in like three or four movies later, another guy dies in the exact same manner. Yeah. It's like they've... they've it was an homage back then. How many face stabbings can you come up with? Right, exactly. Uh, Hey, I have an idea. There's a murderer on the loose. Let's drop trow and do it. Nothing will happen, right? <laughs> Let's drop trow and do it. But this one did have the big um, jumper at the end where, you know, she's in the boat. She's floating out. It's all, you know. You oh, know, yeah. She's music. safe. Oh. And suddenly Jason jumps out of the lake. Yeah, but they stole that from Carrie. 
Yeah. Yeah, they did, actually. Yeah. yeah. Who, who watched Carrie? Come on. Me. It scared the crap out of Oh, Jesus. Uh, Carrie's an awesome Carrie. movie. Oh, What's their remaking, by the way? They're remaking, I know. Yep. Is Zach Efron in it? Uh, I don't believe so. Crap! Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz is in it, though. Yeah. She I has three names? Yeah, she does. I always dump blood over, on somebody. Yeah. You know? And you ever get that? Just Seriously, someone, I mean... Just want to dump blood on someone? No? If it, yes, but if it meant you had telekinetic powers, you would let the dunk donkey pee all over yeah. you. <laughs> that would be fantastic. If you had telekinesis, you like... My people. my sister about twelve years ago went Hall- no yeah went out on, on Halloween <laughs> oh. as Carrie and it was the most brilliant costume I think I've ever seen in my life because my sister is not the most creative human being in the world but she showed up at this party and it's like oh my god that's brilliant because <laughs> she had the prom dress she was covered in blood she had the long straight hair. She and stopped to get cream. gas on the way to the party. Yeah. And the cops she killed John over, thought she was She an killed accident. John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, she killed John Travolta. Hey, what's that girl doing over there with the blood all over her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning my hair. Oh, man, the bell tolls for me. <laughs> hey, that guy looks like John Travolta. Made yeah. it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a Scientologist, so I believe I'll be coming back in some sort of a cosmic pus or whatever. <laughs> And then finally, uh, Kathleen had mentioned the show to talk about this movie, which was rated on IMDb as the most popular movie of 1980. Lie. I didn't like it. Well, did it make you scared? Scared? No. Uh, it, it make it, you scared? No. <laughs> every, scared. Time I, every time I watch that movie, I just keep thinking, it's Jack Nicholson being nuts. You know, I've seen it <laughs> no, before. I, no, it's, it's, but the part that's supposed to be scary is not Jack. That's actually kind of funny. To be honest with you, it's the little girls and the ghosts and stuff like oh, that. Oh, the they twin never girls. do anything. If you oh, saw, t- okay, God. you wake up tonight, you see two little girls in your room, like, hey, Mike, <laughs> it's gonna go through your anime collection. Do you mind? <laughs> How would you feel? It's like, what do you want to watch? <laughs> That's no, they, they do. <laughs> now they do a throwback to that on "It's Only Sunny in Philadelphia" when oh. they're they're tweaking on like glue sniffing, oh. and, and Sweet D walks out into the hallway, and there's like these two little. Tweaked out girls <laughs> in the hallway. This is like the next morning. You see those little girls off? Did, did you, were you sniffing glue last night? How much glue? As much as you. Well, that's obviously too much glue for you. <laughs> say this but the book is actually a lot scarier oh yeah, yeah. To, to be honest if you want to really uh see it the miniseries yeah the miniseries steven weber yeah, yeah i enjoyed that one a lot yeah, more. Leon nicholson the shining is i i like that movie it's definitely like a, a thriller you know you're actually the thing with the thing I, it always got my adrenaline pump and i liked the, it rebecca de mornay or shelly de mornay yeah oh i know the, i mean the thing oh, is no. The movie on its own, it's it's more of a Kubrick film than it is a Stephen King story. Yeah. Very symbolic. Very all much. Symbols in it all I remember the, I, the first time I had seen it, like, start to finish, uh, it was on television, on TNT, on like a Saturday afternoon. And it was the most clumsy, clumsily edited film I've ever seen in my life. Because there's that, that scene where that woman just gets out of the bathtub and she's like head to toe naked. Yeah. And she steps up. 
and it's like, oh my god, what a horrible birth defect. You are completely blurred out. <laughs> you know what actually is scary about that? And you know, when I was little, because I remember, I remember the commercials for this. Yeah, the music was terrifying. Oh yeah, it used to scare the shit out. It used to scare oh, yeah. the shit out of me so bad that my father would have to put his hands over my ears, oh, God. so I couldn't listen to it because it used to scare me that bad. Uh. But I mean, I, and I saw the movie, you know, when I was a teenager, sixteen, yeah. and I, it's well done, but I, I don't like it nearly as much as right. the book. And when I saw that, when they they redid it with the miniseries, and the miniseries was, was actually very even good. with Scatman Crothers. Hey, I'm gonna die! <laughs> Damn! Who did the, got the I'm the sole black man in this entire movie? Who well, fuck me, I'm dead. <laughs> Mario Van Peebles. Was it Mario Van Peebles did it? Yeah. Huh. It wasn't Cedric the Entertainer? It should have been. I, I, I it mean, wasn't Morris Chestnut? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. And I understand they explained it at the very beginning, but... Who opens a ski lodge that can't be opened during, like, the depths of winter? Hey, when you build something on an Indian burial ground, <laughs> huh? what did I say before? Yeah. You gotta be just more strategic when you're building important buildings. Well, like that was that. the most important thing when we bought this house. And was it built on an Indian burial ground? Nope. And well, I, then, let's start looking for someplace I else. I always thought then. it was interesting that a place that size couldn't afford to you know, hire more than one guy a year. Yeah, yeah listen, um, we hire one guy a year. He always goes crazy, kills his family. Uh, we're going to stick with this. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's a I happen to think this is a great business model, okay? <laughs> we're able to clean all the blood off the walls. It's so a wonderful tax write-off. We're, we're, we're able to clean off the blood off the walls until the next elevator comes down and yep, it dumps right. more. And so it, you just, yeah. like, oh, there the goes the gets up on the first floor. <laughs> but guys, if he kills himself and his family, we don't have to pay him. Hey. Who, who's the Texas billionaire now? <laughs> bang, bang, bang! <laughs> Uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> that boy's got the shinning. You've got the shinning. You mean shining. Shh. You want to get sued? <laughs> All right. Now let's move on to some notable releases. These didn't end up in anybody's top list, but I think definitely need to uh, to, to rate some mention. Um, Adam, why don't you start? You got a you got a list in front of you, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, notable mentions. Are you looking for like the top grossing? No, I'm not looking for just, top grossing. I'm not looking for top grossing. Most popular, just anything else. Anything that you like. You know what, Mike? Why don't you start the with Blues Adam's Brothers? The Blues. The Blues, Blues Brothers, Brothers is the top. It's on the top of both of these lists. Well, I don't have your list. Right, okay, fine. All right, okay, give me your list. All right. Well, yeah. Anything but those on those top two things. All right. Let me see. Here. Mike, why don't you start? Shining. Let's start with shiny. Alligator. Alligator. Ooh, that movie. I remember seeing the, the commercial on TV, and it scared the living piss out of me. Robert Forster. It lives 50 feet beneath the streets. It's 36 feet long. It weighs over 2,000 pounds. And it's about to break out. I remember that because I was always... My mom showed me this picture of when people throw out... It was like a, an artist yeah. rendering of when people throw alligators down, you know, flush <coughs> them, and they become huge. And they're like these two rats that apparently were very well dressed and having a grand old time. There was an alligator right there waiting for them. What, did bite them in the ass when they were on the can? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. God, I guess I got Montezuma's Revenge real bad. <laughs> oh, my. No, but I mean, you know, I, I first saw this one on Sci-Fi Channel... And I saw a sequel on Sci-Fi Channel too. The sequel was like there was no point. It was just mm. a re, it was pretty much a remake of the first one. But you know, I just I just 
I flicked around. I was like, a giant mutant alligator? Yeah, right. So I didn't watch it. Watch it all the way to the end. I was like, okay. Let's see if I can fight it again someday. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't too bad. I enjoyed it. It goes to show you what happens when you throw reptiles into the sewer. Exactly. Yep. Don't do it. All right, I've got one. This this one has probably actually uh, been hitting uh, Netflix a lot lately because of the movie Ted. Uh, Flash Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> Flash Gordon, a football player and his friends, travel to the planet Mongo and find themselves fighting the tyrant Ming the Merciless to save the Earth. Do you, Ming the Merciless, ruler of the universe, take this earthling, Dale Arden, to be your empress of the hour? Of the hour, yes. You promise to use her as you will? Certainly. Not to blast her into space? Until such time as you grow weary of her. I do. I do not! Oh, boy. Sam Jones was such a bad actor, <laughs> they had to dub his, yeah. his voice. Yeah. That's something that they voice. they leave out of Ted, by the way. That, hey, you know, you didn't do your own your own dialogue in that movie. I know. Sucked. More cocaine, please. What was Max von Sydow thinking? I have to eat. He was already wow. Max von Sydow, star of wow. German theater. But Jim, you know who else was in that movie? Topol. The Smoker's the Tooth Smoker's Polish. The Tooth Polish was in it. <laughs> That's right. And um, some chick. Melody Anderson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just reading the list here. I remember... Oh, great. We, I, I, saw, I think the last time I saw this movie was like five years ago. It was on HBO. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. And I'm having the exact same reaction as anybody who had watched this solely for nostalgia, for nostalgia factor was watching it. Like, just, wow, this is unbelievably stupid. I, and I can't turn it off. Well, you know, if you're a fan of Queen... You're gonna love this movie. I don't think I've ever they watched this movie the entire all the way soundtrack. One of the one of the most lazy endeavors, by the way. Yeah. Do you want to write lyrics? Not really. All right. We'll just say Flash, and we'll go Ah, and that's it, and it will be brilliant because everyone loves us. <laughs> right on. You want to go to the pub? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. And yeah. you know what? They're right, because Queen is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we are still singing that song to this day. It could be the worst... I mean, next to the bicycle race, could be the worst song in Queen's best of catalog. I want to ride my bicycle! It was sung with the most beautiful voice in the history of rock and yeah. roll, though. Freddie yeah. Mercury. Other than the guy from Steelheart. Well. No, other than the guy from uh, B-52s. Well, Fred Schneider? Yeah. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. Without a seat. Um, <laughs> I got a good movie. All it's right. a very one of the very first movies I ever saw on cable. Starring Clint Eastwood. Oh, Any which Jesus. way you can. Yes. <laughs> Clint and the monkey. Following the adventures of Clint Eastwood and the orangutan Clyde. And his lovely, charming mother, Ruth Gordon. <laughs> As he's being chased through the countryside by my favorite villains. Darth Vader is not my favorite villain. Godzilla is not my favorite villain. Dracula is not my favorite villain. It's the fat biker. The only reason is because he had a tattoo of a spider on his belly button. It was sheer brilliance. And it has the greatest biker riff I've ever heard of all time. It's the saxophone going... <laughs> every time they drive by, so every time I see like a bunch of guys on a Sunday afternoon driving by, on a, on oh a yeah, we, we did that once. I always have to do that. 
It's a terrible movie. All it is, he fights for a living. Like, he gets into these bare yeah, knuckle brawls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he Essentially, he fights in parking lots, and that's his job. Well, I gotta tell you, though, my father loves this movie. Yeah. Loves it. I could see your father being kind of like a Philo Beto, though. Yeah. He Driving around loves. Buffalo and Medina. <laughs> <laughs> he loves this movie. This and, uh, Unfortunately, if he's in Medina, it takes him four hours to get wherever else he has Any to which go. way but loose, which they really, you know, veered off the off the ramp there to create another title but yeah, yeah there's a whole other movie Any Which Way But Loose yes that's the first one pretty much is that the first one this Any is the sequel Any Which Way But Loose is the first one Any yeah. Which Way You I thought it came, is the second you, you one know. Okay. you know what the problem is you'll never know which one came first yeah because <laughs> it's, it's it's essentially the same movie you got the monkey the biker gang the whole yep. thing They're yeah just... usually on every movie Clyde the orangutan takes a crap in someone's truck and yep. the guy sits in it and you know wah wah now here's the thing though I really wish Clyde would show up in like Eastwood's current endeavors like he shows up in Gran Torino crapping on his lawn <laughs> what about or the- even in those Chevy ads <laughs> you know the ones you guys, made in America and then the, the monkey are- just shows up and makes like his kissy face and just starts jerking <laughs> off in black and white <laughs> Yeah, the monkey. Ooh, you want to be like you know in subtitles. You want to be like the French pussies or something. Like that. You know, buy an American car, you oh, asshole. What's the movie with 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 um the girl who's the boxer? Oh, Million Dollar Baby. I'm sure he's like the he's like the cut man, and he like cuts her open. <laughs> Actually, no, he takes her shit on the uh, bench right before she falls. That's on right, it. and he slips, and she slips on it, and that's what. My sister's sitting there going, they're talking about monkey crap. I don't believe this. Two hours of monkey crap. Sadly, this isn't as low as this show has ever gone. No, All right. Moving on. It, it won't be until Dustin Dunson checks in that another person believes in the power of a monkey movie. Ugh, okay, I'm going to bring up one. This one's a classic. Heaven's Gate. Oh, God. I don't think I've ever seen The original, why did we give this guy so much fucking money movie? Chris Christopherson? No, um... Michael Cimino, who had just come off his triumphant turn with the Deer, Deer Hunter, Hunter, yeah, he directed this movie. They gave and it wrecked him his career. Seriously, they must have backed up like five dump trucks load of money, dumped it at his door, and said, "Make us a western." And it was and he the 80s. said, "I am going to make you a western," and it was awful. And it was the eighties. Probably it was a dump truck full of headbands and coke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Christopher Walken, are you busy? No. <laughs> Come with me. I'll do any movie they pay me enough money to do. And it completely ruined his career. Exactly. Now, when was the last time you said the name Michael Cimino? <laughs> Just now. He didn't do exactly. GC Cab? Just now. No, he didn't. Oh, that's too Actually, bad. no. You know who did GC Cab, oh, James? Oh, Jesus. Oh. Joel Schumacher. Well, you know what? In my mind, Joel yeah. Schumacher has been vindicated. Yeah, okay, there we go. All right, so All right. I have a serious question. Yeah? About DC Cab? This movie, why is it not in the top ten? All right. Why is it not top grossing? Why doesn't it achieve any... I mean, just Cheech and Chong's next movie. Because essentially it's the same thing as every single Cheech and Chong movie ever made, ever. What? Is that, now, is that the one where they had the, the entire truck was made out of marijuana? No, no, no. no. All right. no that's, was that the uh, one where they smoked all that weed, though? Uh, maybe. Let me okay. check. The that's not the one with, with Pee Wee Herman uh, in it, and one of them gets yes. stuck in the... In the Pee Wee Herman gets no. Remember, one of them gets stuck yeah. in a loony bin house, and Pee Wee Herman's there, and he's screaming, "I have to scratch my balls!" Yeah, and he's like rubbing his ass. <laughs> <in the floor. laughs> and you got to see Cheech naked too. Oh, that was no, that's I think that was a great. Miami movie theater. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's what? all right, Mike. What do you got? Uh, I got ordinary people. 
Okay. That actually won the best picture that year. Yeah. I don't All know right. if there's that much to say about that. Well, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying ahead. to make fun of it. It's actually a very good movie. I love that yeah. movie. I, I was traumatized by that movie because I watched it almost immediately after my parents got divorced. Well, that was just bad timing on your part. Yeah, it was. I, I, I was nine. How the fuck was I supposed to know? <laughs> thanks for scratching open that old wound. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Always thanks. happy to be there. I'm going to call my dad at like two in the morning now. Thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> dad! Yeah, I love you, Dad. I know I don't say it that often, but I love you. What do you got, Jim? Was, mom, 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 was my mom Mary Tyler Moore? <laughs> By the way, Paul Rubens was in... Uh, he was in that one? Next oh, okay. Well, good for him. I'm looking through these, and it's a movie to me that does not get nearly enough... And I'm serious. Does not get enough play. Yeah. It does not get enough credit. It has a wonderful cast... It's called Gilda Live, huh. starring Gilda Radner in the great and unappreciated <laughs> Father Greedo Sarducci. What brain surgeon came up and said, "Hey, let's have a priest and make him Italian. That'll be a, that'll be a laugh riot." <laughs> and have him talk with a really thick Italian accent. I too. actually had just heard about this movie tonight. Yeah, and um, uh, I I just wanted to bring it up. Oh, okay. oh the gods must be crazy. It came yes, out. starring Naxu. Naxu. It's N. Exclamation point. Yep. X A U was my sister's favorite actor, by the way. Naxu. Yep. And Marius <laughs> Weirs. Yeah, I remember seeing that movie on HBO. It wasn't bad. There was a yeah, Coke has like a Coke <clears throat> bottle falls out of the sky, and I think it's like yeah, a, and then essentially it just turns into a Curious George story after that. So, um, on my list, I got the Great Rock and Roll Swindle. Now, this is from IMDb, a rather incoherent post-breakup Sex Pistols documentary told from the point of view of the Pistols manager, Malcolm McLaren. I've never seen this movie, and shame on me for not having seen it. Because um, anything about the Sex Pistols to me is the train wreck that I have to rubberneck for. Not to mention, <laughs> not to mention that they were a great band. They were a fine, they were a fine band of two actual musicians, a cranky fat guy and Sid Vicious. They put out a phenomenal album. They did. Yes, I will agree with that. They put out one phenomenal album. <laughs> yes, one. And that's all they've ever done. Yep. You think that their name was Guns N' Roses. Uh, Jim, you missed your favorite movie of that year. What? Urban Cowboy. No! <sighs> it got me into bull riding at a very early age. <laughs> yeah. Urban Cowboy. Yes. Urban Cowboy. And who? That's... John Travolta. That Travolta. Travolta. Well, we gotta put Travolta... We gotta put Travolta in as much as we can. We have two scripts. One's about a taxidermist. One is about a guy who likes to ride the mechanical bull. We already got Burt Reynolds doing the taxidermist. So <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Here's another one. Raise the Titanic. Oh, man. Yeah. I, rem- I think movie. I seem I remember you mentioning this yeah, at one point, Yeah, what a disappointment. Because the, there was a book. Yeah. There was a Raise book. The Raise the Titanic. And I, I was obsessed with the Titanic. And I've actually seen this movie, and it was fucking horrible. Even as a child, when I didn't know anything about anything, I knew yeah. it sucked. <laughs> I seem to remember, you know when we, you and I were hung over at your father's house that morning? Not really. We were, yeah, I know. We were going through uh, <laughs> movies to watch. And that came up, and I remember you going, "This movie's a piece of shit. We are not watching this movie." And I'm sitting there going, "I didn't want to watch it." Okay, Adam, take your finger this off. This is the awful. <laughs> take your finger off. I mean, the look, button. We are not watching this. You got the remote. <laughs> he was right. And as I you guys are watching remote. something else, a half hour later, you're like, <laughs> "Fucking movie." <laughs> 
Is Crawl on? Let's watch Crawl. <laughs> Ooh, I liked Crawl. <laughs> Crawl was good. All right, let's wrap up some of these notable releases. Mike, what do you got? Uh, Watcher in the Woods. Never seen it. It was that you know that that kind of quasi horror movie by Disney. Oh yes, 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 yes. Starring Betty Davis. Oh wow! <laughs> I want to make sure I have an opportunity to mention Sex Boat. <laughs> <laughs> or the nude bomb. <laughs> or I remember that. That, that was a Maxwell Smart. That's a Maxwell Smart movie. The, the, villain, the villain was this guy, and he just had pantyhose over his head. That was his thing. He had pantyhose over his head, and he set it off at the Super Bowl, and everybody was naked. Oh god! <laughs> Why is that a bad thing? There's so many funny titles. I wish there's there's. There's 3,160 3, titles on IMDb for 1980. And about half of those were Emmanuel movies. Yeah, and so. I, I don't think you could get through all of them, but there's so many Ooh, funny ones. Herbie Goes Bananas starring Cloris Leachman. Ooh! Ooh. The Young Master starring Jackie Chan. And you oh, thought he yeah. just sucked in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> you were wrong. I want to get back to the love boat real quick, though. Uh, oh, the, the love boat, rather. Real quick, because I always thought that Herbie essentially was a car that was inhabited by the ghost of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind. What, did he run over the Jewish people? It's, it's German engineering. <laughs> He's true. a love bug because he loves to hate Jews. <laughs> He's a bug? Yeah. Oh, man. We saw one in Mexico. Painted just like Herbie the love bug. Oh. Driving down the street. Took a couple pictures Probably of Probably really was him. I just have this vision of... Herbie goes to Brazil and he's driving around and hopefully they're all saluting him in the streets like, He's back! My God's back! Herbie visits Argentina. <laughs> now, when did they replace Herbie with Ernest? That's all I want to know. You know well, after Herbie, Herbie goes to camp. No! Ernest goes to camp! Perfect. I love that movie. The spirit, had a, the spirit of Hitler had to pass on to someone else would end up being Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> Is there any chance, you know, he used to talk about Vern all the time on those, right? Yep. He's not related to the dudes from Deliverance, is he? He might be. I don't know. I do remember, though, that uh, seeing this thing, it was back on um, Comic Relief. Remember those? Yes. Yeah, and they had one where this, they had a bedroom set up, and this woman's laying on a bed, and this guy shows up, and he puts on, like, a, an S&M, like, leather mask with a zipper mouth, and then he starts walking over the bed, and... Up opens the window, and there's Ernest. <laughs> Ooh. That, oh. I bet the uh, telethon number shot through the roof after that <laughs> happened. That was before the movies, though. That was back when he was doing like the Christie's uh, con- uh, convenience store ads. And I thought he did 7 Up. He did 7 Up as well. He did. A, he was an ad man before he was a movie guy. I wonder what Payless he's working at now. He's dead. He's dead, man. Is he dead? Yes, way to go, Adam. So the Aww. answer is none. The, the answer is Adam's going to hell. I'm going to hell. <laughs> he was and wonderful in Les Mis, though. <laughs> Ernest goes to the grave. <laughs> Ernest rises again. Ernest goes to hell. Ernest, Ernest goes bananas. Ernest rides again. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, you guys all set with that? Yeah. I am. All right. Stir crazy. Okay, actually, Stir Crazy was the I love that movie. fourth right. highest grossing right. movie of 1980. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why we mentioned it, but that's we can right. talk about it now. We bad, we bad. We bad. That's a, that's a cable classic. Yes, yeah. that is a cable classic. The best Richard Pryor slash Gene Wilder movie yeah. ever. Slash rodeo movie. Yes, yeah, it was a rodeo movie. It was a comedy. It had um, 
Who's a fat guy in that? I always want to say it's John Candy who was in that movie. I know that's wrong. Prison scenes. I mean, yes, the prison scenes and no rape whatsoever. Directed by Sidney Poitier. That's exactly. I can't believe that. Now here's what I want you to do: go out in the chicken suit and dance for me. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! What's the matter with him? Oh man, that's just Johnson. He's on a hunger strike, so they're force feeding him to keep him alive. There is some humanity in this place. They're gonna electrocute him next month. Mm. Oh, come on. Was this movie any better than See No Evil, Hear No Evil? It was way better than (laughs) See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Also directed by Sidney Poitier, thank you very much. (laughs) Equally awesome movie. I don't remember that. Hear No Evil, See No Evil? Oh no, one of them was blind, one of them was deaf. Yeah, one was blind, one was deaf. Slappy. Hilarity ensues. They were like seeing eye dogs for each other. It was fantastic. It was nice when she always wore Shalimar. Oh. The band? Yes, the the band. But I'm sure that there was a gag about Richard Pryor not knowing he was black. I'm sure. I've never seen it, but I'm gonna put money down that that was that was correct. Alright, let's move on to some of these top grossing movies of uh 1980. How did um, The Empire Strikes Back do? It did very well, actually, oh. James. It was actually the number one movie of 1980. Get no. the hell out. Now, between the number one movie and the number two movie, there's a gigantic disparity. Uh, number one, Empire Strikes Back, made $290 million that year. Superman 2, which was number two, made $108 million. That is a gigantic yeah. difference. Yeah, a little bit more, yeah. Just slightly more. It's almost twice as much. Actually, it's almost three times as much. Thank you for the math lesson. Yeah, thank you. I'm usually terrible at math. Um, I, I'm just... I always picture the uh, the scene from The Simpsons where Homer walks out of the movie theater and like, wow, Darth Vader's his father? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks like, a lot, oh, buddy. Well, it's, <laughs> it makes sense if you think about it. That actually <laughs> happened to, to Rebecca. Her brother ruined oh. the movie oh. <laughs> That sucks. My brother-in-law ruined it. Yep. Yeah. Um... Quickly on Empire, love the movie, best Star Wars movie ever. Traumatized me as a kid. Yes, yes, we know, we know. Why? Luke gets his hand chopped off, he gets completely beat around the bush by pretty much everyone in that movie. Not Greedo. And I I saw it when I was like five. Yeah, that's true, okay. Something familiar about this place. I don't know. I feel like... Like Like we're being watched. Away, put your weapon! I mean you no harm! I am wondering, why are you here? I'm looking for someone. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> right. Okay. Actually, I think it would be funny, though, Vader, like, right before Luke jumped off the thing, like, if anybody asked what happened to you, you I... fell down some <laughs> stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need intergalactic child services coming after me. <laughs> it was a one. Uh, it was a one-armed Puerto Rican. <laughs> Tell them a black person did this to you. Oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> actually, yep. yeah. yeah actually, <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> oh boy! I should have thought about this more. <laughs> I don't think there's much more to say about this movie. No, either. it <laughs> is just so goddamn awesome. One of my favorite, like, all right, everyone's seen Robot Chicken Star Wars, right? Yeah. yeah. Episodes one, two, three. In the end, when he falls through the hatch and he's hanging from the antenna. Leia, Leia, hear me. I got you. Leia, I, 
think I'm about to be mugged. About to be what? Man, f you. Enjoy the view, weather vane. that year, uh, as we mentioned, with $108 million, Superman 2. Mm. General, would you care to step outside? Superman! Superman, thank God. I mean, get him! Come to me, son of Jarrell! Kneel before Zod! In my personal opinion, the best out of the original Superman movies. Oh boy, that is, that's, a, that's not much of a stretch, dude. <laughs> I think you're 100% right. I don't know, I love, I love the first movie. Does he say, does, does, um, oh, that's right, um. No, they, they, there's actually the, um, the contract, the contract dispute. Uh, they right, wouldn't even show Brando, yeah. It just pisses me off because Brando doesn't get to say Krypton. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we were saying like, the other day that we were really hoping that in the new uh, movie, Russell Crowe actually does say Krypton. Welcome you Krypton from Kryptonites. <laughs> we are the Kryptons in the Bloods. So you're going by gross numbers, not by actual popularity. Well, no, we're going to do them both, because there right. might be a few things that we're missing here. Yeah, there's... Go Go ahead. Ahead. Couple. All right, so um, number three that year was 9 to 5. Do, 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 do. Look, I got a gun out there in my purse, and up to now I've been forgiven and forgetting because of the way I was brought up, but I tell you one thing, if you ever say another word about me or make another indecent proposal, I'm going to get that gun of mine, and I'm going to change you from a rooster to a hen with one shot. I must have watched this movie about a hundred times on HBO. Everybody the watched because it was, all, it was, on. It was always on. Yeah, exactly. Boy, Lily else. Tomlin looked hot, didn't she? <laughs> oh my God. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That movie introduce, introduces us to two very big stars. Dabney Coleman. No, no Dolly, Dolly, Dolly Parton's Parton. Parton. Oh. You disgusting! <laughs> oh. Hey, I'm well, sorry. I didn't say it first. I gotta say that I, there are some very funny scenes in this movie. When Lily Tomlin is imagining poisoning uh, Dabney Coleman's character, and like all of a sudden all the like, little Snow White animals come in to help him. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Really? I don't think I've ever seen this movie. It's it, it's it's an okay movie. There's I mean there there is some funny lines in it. Dolly Parton's got a great line about well I think we just need to hire a couple of wrestlers to go in there and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> All right. Well, I was funny back when I was a child. <laughs> Why right. move along? All right. Yeah. Number four, stir crazy. All right. Number five, top grossing movie of the year. We tried very hard not to turn this show into a love letter to this movie, but we have to talk about it now. Raging Bull? Airplane. Oh. Possibly the funniest movie of all time. Yes. Heartily agree with that. It's the very first time I ever saw poop. When Kramer hears about this, the shit's gonna hit the fan. Yes, I, I think shit I was the with fan. you the first time you saw that movie. <laughs> Andy and I when the shit laughed, hit the fan. The yeah. shit hit the fan, and they actually had a blob of shit <laughs> in the fan. <laughs> I actually shat my pants. I laughed so hard. So there's an interesting irony that goes yeah. along with it's one of the first times movie. I ever saw boobs. Yeah, it's true. You didn't sneak into your father's bedroom and look at the Playboys and no. stuff. National and it showed the Jello and then it showed her. Yeah, that was great. I love the scene when the the girl that's on the hospital bed is like getting <laughs> yeah. like oh, slapped yeah. and beat up like <laughs> oh, bam. Beep. Oh yeah, 
yeah, they keep, they keep knocking the IV out. They, keep, they knock out it. She's like, no, the, the best part is <laughs> tongue hanging out of her mouth. <laughs> Barbara Billingsley speaking John. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blood. Uh, that, that, was, that, that is one of the funniest things. Yep. I've, that was brilliant. We need All to right. play the audio here. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're playing the audio for pretty, pretty everything except for Adam's little visual uh, favorite there. Can I get you something? Some more folk butter into the bone, jacking me up. Tight me. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right, would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? Just hang loose, blood. She's gonna catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama didn't raise no dummies. I duck her rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. Oh, say, cut it, Jack. Say, cut it, Jack. Say, cut it, Jack. Say, cut it, Jack. Chomp don't want to help. Chomp don't get the help. Say, can't hang. Say, seven up. Jive ass dude don't got no brains anyhow. My favorite, though, was when the little kid comes over and offers the little girl sitting in the thing coffee. Excuse me. I happen to be passing. I thought you'd might like some coffee. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Well, won't you sit down? Thank you. Cream? No, thank you. I take it black. Like my man. <laughs> and then the shot of that kid's face <laughs> was hysterical. You can sit there all night. No, when he, when he talks about, hey, uh, you know, uh, what's his face? Peter Graves talks about. Ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? Do you want me to check the weather, Clarence? No, why don't you take care of it? Joey, did you ever hang around the gymnasium? <laughs> Who knew that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar could be that funny? Oh, my God. <laughs> you are Kareem. I've seen you play. My dad's got season tickets. I think you should go back to your seat now, Joey. Right, Clarence? Oh, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. All right, but just remember, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. Listen, kid. I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton in the near up and down the court for 48 minutes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you're right, you're right. We could turn a whole show into yeah. a love letter. Um, actually, one of, one, of my one of my favorite scenes <clears throat> was cut from the movie. You only see it in like, the TV edited versions. Okay. Uh, this, this guy is like walking through uh, security, and he sees like some uh, friends, and he's, he's like, Hey, guys. And they're like, Hi, Jack. And then these <laughs> the cops come and grab him. <laughs> Because there's a sign right behind him saying no hijacking or something. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is not a time when I watch this movie that I don't laugh at every joke. Yeah, yeah. It really could very well be yeah. the most perfect comedy ever made. Even though you know you could, you can actually do. You could probably mute it and yep. go ahead and do it. You laugh every time. Yep. I'm Funny than DC Cab. Oh yeah. The red zone is for immediate loading and unloading of passengers only. There's no stopping in the white zone. 
Funniest movies of all time. Yes, that's right. The coal miner's daughter. That's what? a laugh riot. What you were looking right oh, here? I'm looking at the other. Oh list. yeah, no, okay, yeah. We're doing top grossing first. The okay. coal miner's daughter won Best Actress for Sissy Spacek. It's about Loretta Lynn. I've never seen the movie. Never seen it. Anyone want to move on? Tom well, Jones. her father was a coal miner. I can't yep. imagine that was too much fun. So <laughs> right. I guess life well, sucked. How did you get that from the title? <clears throat> I didn't. Jim read the Ancient Scrolls. <laughs> All right, next up on the list, Private Benjamin. Um, this movie was supposed to be funny. Isn't it like? Isn't she bossed around by a lesbian? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. And a, and a scary black dude. Yeah. And she marries Albert Brooks, and he dies having sex. Uh, good for him. Yep. Exactly. He got out of the movie early. Smartest movie you ever did. Yep. All right. Next up oh, on this boy. list, number eight. <laughs> One of my favorite lines ever in a comedy. Smokey and the Bandit Part Two. And I don't find it, it, the only thing that was cool about these movies was he drove around in a Trans Am. <laughs> I swear to God, if he drove around in a Peugeot, no one would give a rat's ass. But he drove in a Trans Am. Isn't when that... Jackie Gleason ever says, "You goddamn pile of drag and dump," I lose <laughs> my mind laughing what? because. Cuck is funny, yeah. but when you think about a, myth- a mythical cre- creature cuckering, <laughs> it's twice the fun. Was that one Smokey is the Bandit, or was that number three? I don't know, Mike. Oh, what's, man. What's the Bandit up to in number two? Is he just driving away from uh, Buford T. Justice and, and Probably. Trying, to get, trying to get away with... Uh, Did those movies her? have plots? I, I don't one know. had Sally Fields, one had Sally McGraw. Did he even have a beginning and an end? I think he just was on the road, and they're like, all right, cut, we got to save some material for the next one. Hey, here comes Jackie Gleason and his ding dingbat son. Hey, let's have uh, all the truck drivers run his ass off the road. Roll credits. I'll have you know, by the way, that the original Smokey and the Bandit was second only to Star Wars the year of its release. Wow. 77, huh? 77, yep. Wow. It was a dark time. Lots of LSD that year. All right. Did Third... you know um, Burt Reynolds wasn't the first choice for that movie? Who was? Eric Idle. Really? No, Andy. Jesus, that's a horrible... Come on. <laughs> actually, that'd that be just... Oh, really? He's cool. British! Oh, oh, oh. That would have been pretty cool, actually. <laughs> oh, keep going. Look, Wait, <laughs> Look what you've done. Yeah. All right. We already talked about Ordinary People, which was number nine. Adam... Would you like to talk about the number 10 movie of the year, The Blues Brothers? The Blues Brothers. Got a, what is it, a full tank of gas and a half pack of cigarettes? Horribly yeah. overrated. Yes, Are I agree. Are you kidding me? No. I agree. I'm not a huge fan. It's wrong. The chase scene is they're, they're driving through. A, they're driving through a shopping mall. I don't care. The it's, chase scene is fucking hilarious. long. It's well over two hours. See, oh I mean, the music's God. good. The yeah, music's good. Music's yeah. There are some funny moments in it, like when the, the nun is beating the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. When he throws him down the steps and then, like, the chairs break apart. Yeah. I beg your pardon. What did you say? I offered to help you. Mm-hmm. You refused to take our money. Mm-hmm. Then I said, I guess you're really up shit creek. Ow! Christ, Jake, take it easy, man. Oh, Jesus Christ! 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 Jesus
built. They're in the building and they're they're like eating. You know, they're eating breakfast and the the girl with the rocket launcher blows up the building and they just get up and kind of dust themselves off. They're like, hey, you want something to drink? Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> hey, this was probably the funniest of all the SNL movies. I yeah, think it does. Wayne's he... World might have something to say. Uh, yeah. I think maybe the movie with Tim Meadows and he was the cab driver might have something to say about that. Ladies man, ladies man. Yeah, probably. I, not. I don't know. Maybe it was. It's, you don't notice the sarcasm, like do you? A, this, has, this movie has a special place in my heart. We used to go up to uh, this camp up in Canada, and it had a a, a, a a Betamax machine. Oh my! In the cabin that last and year, and it had two movies, only two: Blues Brothers, Search for the Holy Grail. And the thing is, with Search for the Holy Grail, if you played it seven days later, someone would call you and say, seven days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'd watch both movies every single time we went up there. I don't know. I, Blues Brothers, I think, is hilarious. The chase scenes are funny as hell. And having actually seen a similar real live car chase... It's probably you and your crazy brothers no. in the fields of your, of <laughs> no. your dying driving around the car. I hey was, guys, I, was, I stole some keys. Let's go. No, I was in, I was I was working on my thesis, and it was like four in the morning. I'm, no, listen to me. And I was like, in Oxford. <laughs> Let me cobble together oh. this awesome story of weirdly no, things it. that happened. I'm I listening. Go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go. go. <laughs> I want to hear the story. I want to hear it. Let's go, go ahead. You were working on your thesis, and nah, never mind. Oh. Oh. All right. They're driving through the mall. He looks over and says, Sail at Macy's. Hey. And they keep driving. Come on. I can't do it. Yeah, oh. sorry. Uh, all right. Sorry, can't. Left agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> That's a good movie. When in Rome. All right. Now, on IMDb's most popular list, there's actually a number of these we've already covered. Shining was number one. Star Wars uh, Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Airplane. There is one we have not talked about yet, though. So Number four the, on IMDb's most no, popular movie, Caddyshack. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Was that 1980? That was 1980. Yeah, was 1980. Oh, that might be the funniest movie. Well, no. No, I, I still think Airplane's a funnier movie, but, huh. but there was so much good stuff in Caddyshack. Who, who knew that Ted Knight could be so fucking funny? <laughs> it's it, oh, it's a great movie. That's one of my father-in-law's all-time favorite movies. Uh, I, I think it's... I don't deign to watch it with him only because I know he'll just start ta- like saying the lines three seconds before they actually happen. It, I, yeah. it might be the most quoted movie of all time. It got Rodney Dangerfield Top off five. The, uh, the stand-up circuit. It did, yeah. He had some great lines in that movie. <laughs> He's genius. Oh, this is the worst-looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> hey, someone stepped on a duck. <laughs> And it, it uh, kind of introduces to Bill Murray. Yep, yep. It was, yeah, that it, was kind of his breakthrough. Huh? It was his yeah. breakthrough movie. No, actually, no. Meatballs came out two years and before frankly, that. Frankly, frankly, I know people aren't gonna. I I think he's the most overrated character in that movie. I actually think Chevy Chase is the funniest part of that movie. He's and I think Chevy Chase is one of the most unfunny human beings on the face of the planet. Yes. Except but in this he movie, is brilliant yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Are you kidding? The Zen philosopher Basho once wrote. A flute with no holes is not a flute. And a donut with no hole is a Danish. He's a funny guy. I was born to love you. 
I was born to Thank love you. Thank so you very little. The, va- the vacation uh, movies? No? Chevy no. Chase? You're he's not, not funny. funny. He's not funny in those movies. They're funny movies. He's not no, funny No, the in circumstance them. is kind of funny. He's not funny. Mm. No. The fact that he dragged a dog all the way down the street. That was actually funny. That was funny. Yeah. He wasn't funny. <laughs> when he's eating the piss sandwich. He's, he's like... eating the piss sandwich. That's funny. <laughs> but the sandwich, the pee-pee sandwich was the star of that scene. Not him. <laughs> Starring Pee Pee Sandwich, Chevy Chase, and Beverly D'Angelo. What's, what's Pee Pee Sandwich doing these days? Let's check IMDb. <laughs> he just started Rent and Off Broadway. Oh, but oh, he's on. in the Spider Man musical. <laughs> hey, you, with this grass, you can play off it, then you can smoke it. <laughs> no, I just, um, and I think the, the those movies are funny. Fine. Yeah. My uncle says you got a screw loose. Your uncle molests collies. I, I think the, the Caddyshack's a very good movie. The sequel, on the other hand, is oh, dog boy. shit. Con- well, you know what? You don't need to talk about that because yeah. it's considered one of the worst sequels of all time. Yeah. Hey, we can't get Chevy Chase. We can't get Bill Murray. We can't uh, get Bill Murray. We can't get Dan Aykroyd. Look at Dan Aykroyd and Jackie Mason. Who's that's actually, a winning combination. Dan Aykroyd is actually less funny than Chevy Chase. Yeah. And that's hard. That yeah. is hard. All right. Let's move on to... Uh, we already did the Blues Brothers. So Raging Bull... Hands down, like, this movie should have won Best Picture. Hands down, no. it is a brilliant no. movie. Ordinary people would be better. Oh, you oh, know, we my. just watched Raging Bull recently, and man, that is a fucking just like sad movie to watch. Oh, it's a, it, he, he you just want to cut your wrist yeah. at the end. Like, it's so sad. So it's sad. One of the most brilliantly acted movies I've ever seen. One of my favorite parts of the movie, though, is watching Joe Pesci. And seeing that he is, you know, Jake LaMotta's foul-mouthed little stoolie <laughs> in a Martin Scorsese movie. But, and how throughout the years in Martin Scorsese films with Robert De Niro, he changed that character. He said fuck a few less times, but he was still his same foul-mouthed <laughs> little stoolie. Yeah. It was a, it's a brilliant I, movie. I love this movie. Um, Ordinary People was very good, too. Yeah. They're both just... horribly depressing. Um... I mean, the thing with with Raging Bull was, I just think it was a better crafted movie. The, the use of the music. The use you of like the, Martin Scorsese. I love Martin Scorsese, yes. Black and white movie. You don't get too many of those anymore. If it was in color, you would have lost something? No, I, I think that it would have lost something if it was in color. I think well, it definitely made... It, the, the, the fight scenes being in complete black and white, I think really read on the screen better than if they were in color. Well, what if they did, like, you know, uh, kind of a... Like a safe Wizard of Oz, where, you know, when he makes that transition from success to loser, they switch to color. <laughs> you know, right now, Scorsese is probably listening to this. He says, lost, this lost, fine. And he goes into some skeezy bar. And he goes into color. Wow, look at the brown and the wood panels on the floor. Oh, wow. I've never can seen I punch a you in the, this Can I punch in the crotch for 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah, I gotta pay my tab. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> wow, you can really see the nicotine stains on her teeth in that scene. <laughs> All right. I, uh, watch, I watched it maybe. God, oh Jesus! It was around ten years ago. I remember watching it at your house. Yeah, we yeah we, at we your apartment. Yeah, we, we had it, it at, uh, on VHS. I still haven't upgraded that one. So I, I have to. Um. All right. Next up on the popular list, we went over Blue Lagoon, so it would be The Elephant Man. Another black and white movie. David Lynch is the closest thing to mainstream David Lynch ever got. Um. Dune. Dude's not really that mainstream. It was it was way out even for sci-fi nerds like me, and I love that movie. I have yeah. such a I will I will die defending that movie. But you will. I probably won't die. I'd probably you know, you know. It was a good movie. No, it wasn't. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I cut a, a, a 
I'd skip Nail dinner for that movie. Yeah, I'd skip All dinner. Right. Yeah. I'm even not sorry, <laughs> Pizza Hut. Dunes on. I have one less aperitif for that. I would, sorry, I cheese. I wouldn't die, but I would. I would maybe, give maybe up not potato dinner. chips for what, an oh, hour. Oh, cheese two. stuffed crust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe not dinner. I remember maybe. seeing that movie in the theater with my father. My father has read yeah, all I'm the sure that your books. father lost his fucking Oh, mind. at the end of it. Oh, he was so mad. That's not on the fucking movie yet. I had, a, had like an hour-long discussion with your dad, I think at Nikki's birthday party, about Dune. Because he's like, what do you think of the other book? But, um, I mean, The Elephant Man is a fine, well-acted movie. John Hurt's very good in it. Um, I, love the, I love the love scene he has in it, though. Oh, yeah, well, that's some hot sex, you know? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> oh, the look on Stephanie's face. If we could just post that on the website, it'd be awesome. Oh. Yeah, you know what? I did like The Elephant Man, though. I haven't watched it in like 20 years. You know what? I, I need to watch it again. I don't. I know it's a very happy ending. Oh, it's oh, it's so wonderful. Especially, you know, hey, why don't you just lay down like a normal human being? Okay. And then he dies. So, when did Michael Jackson buy his bones? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Um, Aren't they in the Smithsonian? I think they are, yeah. I think he offered to buy them, and then they're like, no, you're going to be broke in a few years. You might want to keep your money. <laughs> you know what? We'll sell them to you in 2010. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Oh, too soon? Yeah. All right, then uh, uh, number nine was Flash Gordon, which we already went over. Uh, that was a popular movie. Amazingly, yeah. Here's the number ten most popular movie on IMDb. And I Happy am- Hooker Goes to Washington? If only. I disagree with this. Uh, well, you know what? The, the viewers have spoken. Cannibal Holocaust. Has wow. anybody besides myself watched this movie? Uh, no. It no. is hands down the most disturbing movie I think I've ever watched in my entire life. It was so gory and violent that they brought the director up on charges because he, they thought that he killed his crew, his, his cast. Did B-Mix do the prosecuting on this one? <laughs> He's the one who thought the Blair Witch Project That's was true. real. That's true, we did. That's real! That's real! Um, no, that's not. There are so many... I mean, this is the most graphic depiction of like people being eaten by other human beings. It's just... It, 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 it's like human centipede disturbing. Oh. No, it isn't. I would much rather watch people eating other people than eat, watching me shit. I, I just... All right. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, maybe that might be an interesting side-by-side no. compare. There's a Folgers taste test right there. Well, Here's can, a scene from Cannibal Holocaust. You can do it with someone else. Here's boy. a scene from Human Centipede. He ate, a little, he ate some clowns and said, this tastes funny. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I recommended this movie to um, a co-worker of mine whose husband was loves horror movies, and they ran out and bought it. Oh. Yeah. Did they like it? They loved it. Oh. Really? Husband's the juggalo. What do you expect? Okay. Not that answer. Yeah, juggalo. Yeah. Well, that's all right. My sister's one. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Them. How was the gathering, by the way? <laughs> Actually, a coworker of mine sent me this this little meme. It was these two pictures, and there's this one of this guy with Down syndrome, and said this person is mentally disabled. Then underneath it was a picture of this guy in like clown makeup, doing like this crossing with his arms. This person is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine going to that show? It's like, oh, look at that freak. He's got all his fingers, yo. <laughs> I actually took your advice and I went on to um, the ICP website and watched the 23 minutes of um, the gathering infomercial. Holy shit. They actually started, so they started referring to people as ninjas and I almost fell out of my chair laughing. <laughs> we got that cry. They had some. What's up, ninja? <laughs> yo, there's magic all up in here and that shit. <laughs> Have you, you guys ever watched Workaholics? 
No. There's an episode of Workaholics where they send the, the one girl from the office, they set her up with, like, an online dating guy, it's and they juggalo. post a picture of her dressed like a clown, so she ends up going on a date with a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to go rescue her from a gathering, so they show up, and they're walking through the crowd, and this, this juggalo walks by, and the one kid's like, oh, sir, you've dropped something. Nope, that's a piece of shit that fell out of your pant leg. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm a juggalo. All right, so you were a juggler? (laughs) You're a juggler? That's all I think about. Yeah. Oh, my God. And at the end, his face is painted brown. (laughs) Juggalos. It's not my fault your taste in music sucks. (laughs) All right. So, guys, great discussion on these these best and worst movies. And, oh, God, there were some bad ones there. Yeah. So let's move on to some of our segments. We're going to start off with... Stupid! Stupid! And, Mike, do you want to talk about this one? You brought this to my attention. Yeah, um, Jeff Loeb, the uh, comic book writer, he's apparently uh, written a little bit more depth into Wolverine's origin. Okay, do tell. Yeah, um, Wolverine now has four claws, one for his thumb. Yep. And apparently... He is the brains behind Weapon X. Okay, Jeff Loeb can go suck a syphilitic cock for all I'm concerned, okay? Okay. All right. You gonna be all right? I'm gonna be fine, but Jesus Christ. that seriously, the, guy, the character's been around for 35-plus years, and just now they're discovering a fourth claw and completely rewriting everything? Wait a minute. He's, he was the brains behind Weapon X? Yeah. Yep. So he made Weapon X that was hunting him. What? Exactly. Jeez. Yeah. That doesn't make a lick of sense. Guess no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Guess what's getting written out of Marvel continuity within a year? <laughs> Jeff Loeb? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, he's already quit uh, DC because apparently he thinks uh, the New 52 is being completely Well, I, I did hear that they, now they're going to... They've put... They've had Superman and Lois Lane get a divorce. Well, no, they, they were never together now. Uh-oh. They rewrote the entire continuity because, you know, that's just what DC needs. Another stream of yeah, reality. Yeah, now they're putting them with Wonder Woman. Yep. Yeah. Whoa! Can you imagine the bed when they're trying to when they're doing it? Holy well, shit! And uh, well, the bed that could, could to be stand fair. That. To be fair, she's probably only only people on the planet that could take it. That shooting out the top of her head like a <laughs> bullet. You're disgusting. Oh my god! It was brought up in Clerks, all right? And actually, no, it was Ball Rats. Oh, okay, correction, yeah, Ball Rats. Yeah. Close enough, but yes, no, it's. Yet another rewriting of a classic character that doesn't need to be rewritten. Yeah, but they, they kind of, they always, it's constant now. They right. do it all the time. But it's not like, you know, it's not like Wolverine you're freshening up. It's like, I guess uh, they're, they're pairing up Spider-Man now with a sidekick. Really? He's now yeah. in the Fantastic Four. Oh, shit. Spider-Boy? Spider-Boy? <laughs> Arachnolad? Electric. <laughs> So when they, Webby? So Webby. Creepy crawly, Spider-Man! Webby. So when they actually <laughs> shoot that, that some webs out of the their name rectum? of the female duck from, like... Jeez, listen to you. Webs <laughs> out of people's rectums. <laughs> Come on, you <laughs> thought of it, too. You just, no, I did, yes, and I am disgusting. It's all the whoopie pies you're eating. It's I just had one. Eat. Oh. Yes, they're goddamn fine whoopie pies. They though. are goddamn I'm going to have another one in just a second. You can keep them. All right. So, uh, yeah, so final verdict on this. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. All right, moving on to Trailer Park, where we're going to be talking about Star Wars Detours. You ready? Punch it! 
Yo, dudes, the Empire's pretty chill. Maybe you could, like, join it or something. No, 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 I left a message with your uh, roommate, but your machine was full, so your landlord hung up on me when I was walking your dog because my homework ate it. I got dressed for this. Uh, half dressed? Ah, put some pants on, man. Hey, so, uh, how's my nose look? Oh! Are you ready for the ribbon-cutting ceremony? Man, will I be happy when we can stop pretending this thing's a mall? This is no space mall. This is more like a, like a, some kind of a Death Star. Death Star. I like the sound of that. Aha! This is the ploy. No. It's a ruse. No. It's an ambush. No. A subterfuge. No. A confining device. A snare. A box popped up with a stick. It's a trap. It's a wrap. Where's my hat? It's a trap. Sorry, sorry, just finally figured it out, on my way back to the office, couldn't get it out of my head, gotta go. Fucking awesome. Yes, indeed. This was a lot of fun. Does Seth Green like Star Wars? He, oh, oh my god, he's obsessed by Star oh. Wars. Could if he could marry and procreate with Star Wars, Seth Green would marry and procreate well, he's, with Star Wars. I think he's about the height of a Jawa, so yeah. I guess that would probably... I think if, if anyone has not seen the uh, Robot Chicken Star Wars, watch all three episodes of that, then you will be completely in awe of this new series. Oh, it's, it's just it's it's so, so fucking good. It's, it's just so cool. I cannot oh, wait. This is coming God. on Cartoon Network um, sometime this fall, I think. It's Cartoon Network? Yeah. Yeah. Or not Comedy Central, Cartoon no, Network. No, Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Network. Adult Swim, just like... Beautiful. Just like Topless, uh, topless Robot, that uh, Robot Chicken. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to be half-hour episodes or if there's just going to be 15. Probably the 15. It's it, it just seems to me like it, it would work better as a 15-minute episode. Yeah. It, the jo the jokes are best in short. Well, the well, the thing with the thing with like Adult Swim cartoons to begin with is they are better in fifteen minute increments as opposed to half hour. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying when they moved um, me uh, Metalocalypse from fifteen to tw to uh, thirty minutes, it's just I lost all all interest in that show. Yeah, it was Death Clock after all. <laughs> so. I, I I can't wait for this. This just yeah. looks like a lot of fun. And I'm glad that Lucas is on board with it. So at least he's showing some sense of humor. You'd never seen James Cameron doing this. He's not <laughs> only on board, but he put his uh, he put his label on it. Yeah, right. it's Lucasfilm. That's awesome. He, he fully authorized them to do this. Because Lu Lucas would put his authorization <clears throat> on anything. It was going to make him money. Yeah, exactly. Poor guy needs it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's almost destitute. I mean, that neck waddle's not going to grow on its own. Hey, no kidding. <laughs> the pool in my office isn't going to clean itself. <laughs> Billy D, what are you charging now to clean the pool? Hold on a second. No green light that. All here's right, I got your, your money. Colt 45. Like a refreshing Colt 45. Colt, I told you, that doesn't exist anymore, so stop it. <laughs> yes, it does. It doesn't exist. What? Colt 45 has to exist. Otherwise, Dean, Billy Dee Williams has no reason to live. Exactly. <laughs> smooth alcoholic beverage. Yeah. There are two rules to remember if you want to have a good time. Rule number one, never run out of Colt 45. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. Sorry, I haven't bought hood in a while. <laughs> no, you go to any liquor store, they've hey, got it. I am sure if we went back to that liquor store around the corner with the guy with the hooks for the hands, remember what? we went to that? <laughs> Where you is this, in Pittsburgh? Me? It was in Leominster. <laughs> oh. We came, we went there before we came. Oh, we yes. <laughs> And I remember I went to grab the hand the guy a dollar you know, the money and he had a hook for a hand. I don't know what I'm doing myself. He's like, don't let anyone tell you that a snack machine isn't a dangerous machine. <laughs> <laughs> he had a hook. All right. So while uh, we do have a plug, um, I have a plug too. When you write, oh, wonderful. 
this past week, I had the um, the honor of being asked to uh, do a little guest segment on the show Rare and Well Done, which is co-hosted by my friend Joe Murphy, and also uh, it's it's pretty much uh, run by Big Nez and uh, and Susie. So awesome show! You got to check them out. You can check out their website at Rare and Well Done Pod. Dot com that is R A R E A N D W E L L D O N E P O D dot com. And you can also check out their other shows on unregularradio.com. They are available on iTunes as well. So if you miss the live show, you can always uh, like a day or two later get the uh, podcast right on iTunes. Highly recommend them. They are a lot of fun, a lot of pop culture, a lot of uh, current events. And uh, lots of uses of the N-word, so it's, uh, if you're going to be driving through an inner city, make sure that your windows are rolled up if you are white and look like me. So <laughs> You made that mistake. Oh boy, yes. <laughs> I felt like Michael Bolton at the beginning of uh, Office Space. <laughs> do you want a plug? I do. Tomorrow. Usually when a big record release, you know, it's usually, you know, they make a big deal out of it. It's usually, you know, they found, they went to John Lennon's bathroom closet and they found some more tapes of him and Yoko Ono <laughs> singing a ditty or something like that and they you know, charge you 40 bucks to listen to it. Well, good news everybody because the very beast of Dio part 2 <laughs> is dropping tomorrow. From 1996 until he croaked all of his best tunes. My sister's a huge Dio fan. Yeah. So. Didn't Dio stop making music in 1985 though? You don't know who Ronnie James... Oh my god. Oh man. Um, yes. Yeah, so um, I, I I like Dio quite a bit. So it's gonna be good. All right. It's Dio, so it'll be good. Huh. All right. Let's move on to some salad shills right now. What are you guys gonna uh, talk about? Jim, you you had one. Tomorrow <laughs> they will be dropping an album. <laughs> that was my shilling. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Dropping Adam, what do you got? Dropping it where? Into the trash. You ass. <laughs> To a box of Into the yard sale items. Like, is it going to show up on, on, on cracks albums that nobody gives a shit about this week? I sincerely hope not. Because uh, I, I do believe that um, ICP's, um, you know, the clowniest or whatever the hell that was that dropped like three weeks ago showed up on that. They have a box set. Oh, they do? Yup. What's it called? The Worst Music Ever Ever Sets or Tape? I think it's something fairly close to that. All right. Yeah. I actually had a. Um, my, my co-worker's husband, who I'm friends with on Facebook, said, just got the new ICP album, and it's the shit. And I'm like, oh, god damn, that spell check. It, it put the in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, zombie! <laughs> you got you a zombie? No. Is he white? He, yeah, he is white, but I'm just a zombie, because, you know, I, again, educated, have all my teeth, all my digits. <laughs> and speak employed. proper English. <laughs> Exactly. You snooty bastard. You don't have Down syndrome! <laughs> <laughs> you freak! What do you mean you've never tasted crystal meth? Piece of shit. Think you're better than me? <laughs> Women depend saves time! <laughs> Alright, <laughs> oh. right. what do you got out of Shows actually, I mentioned Workaholics. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever checked that one out. It's I tried. Of, that's completely, yes. no, it's completely immature, but it is. It's got its moments. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, um, started watching The Walking Dead, and uh, the third season's coming out in October. If yep. you haven't had a chance, 
Um, it does take a while to get legs, although if you enjoyed the zombie apocalypse angle, which yeah. you really can't fuck that up, All right. uh, they do a good job with that. The so. first the, the first ep- the first season, all six episodes, were great episodes. Yeah, they were. The it's, it's one of the first best. half of, of season two sucks. It's awful. It's a lot. I mean, there's, it's less, there's less flesh eating, more, you know, bickering, <laughs> and, and yeah. it's getting shot. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, you gotta let it get its legs. It's the, uh, that first episode is one of the best build-ups I've ever seen, though. When he's in the hospital bed. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. very beginning. The very of beginning. That one. was yeah, that was really. It's good. hard not to turn that off. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Anyway. Mm. Uh, and also, um, I have to give props to Breaking Bad. I- I'm sure everybody and their mothers probably watching the show, but it's. I actually haven't watched a single frame of really? it. Really? Yeah. Seen sorry. Awesome. You know why? It's because Brian Cranston usually beats out John Hamm. And Andy's bullshit about it. Yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Well, he's in his tidy whities like eighty percent of the time. Oh, so well, not no, one, I'm not that's, watching that's, it. I can't believe it. That's difficult to watch. All right, that's I Netflix know, all night tonight, gym, baby. Your gym, of course, because he loves that shit. Yeah, who doesn't? All right, you know, awesome. Doesn't? Awesome. Uh, so those are my shills. All right. That's what I've been into lately. Now, uh, Mike and I actually kind of have a joint shill because we were both planning on talking about the same thing. Yeah. So. You guys weren't mud wrestling, were you? No, we weren't. No. <laughs> Wait, Mike, why don't you say what it is? Double stuff Oreos. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> we both picked up the Blu-ray of Jaws. Oh my god. This could very well be the best looking DVD ever. It's a real shark, y'all. Are you going to need a bigger Blu-ray player? Especially from like a movie from the seventies that was so incredibly degraded. Oh, yeah, such a good movie. Oh, it's, yeah. The the picture quality is hands down the best. It's it's the clearest DVD I've ever seen. I'm going to yeah. ask Andy this I, question. I'm, I'm convinced that uh, whoever holds the patent for Blu-ray has a time machine and they're able to go back in time and just reshoot the movie or stay. Hey, yeah. mind if I stand next to you with my Actually, camera? Actually, there's a documentary oh, on the Blu-ray. About the restoration process of yeah. said Blu-ray. I thought you were going to say that some guy actually did, in fact, all yeah. the time. The old-time director with his beret <laughs> in the big corner. All right, hey, who are you? <laughs> the old-time director was Steven Spielberg. Yep. Um, Sober him up, will you? Damn it. <laughs> it. I mean, the the, the 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 this. I think before this, I think the Star Wars Blu-rays were the best representation yeah. on Blu-ray. I think Jaws is going to beat. Yeah. It's just it looks beautiful. It's wow. clear for the. I mean, and keep in mind, I think the first time I ever saw Jaws in its entirety before, you know, when I wasn't, like, shitting my pants over the prospect of watching Jaws, because the movie fucking terrified me. The posters terrified me. Yeah. Um, I think I was, like, 14 when I first saw it in its entirety, and I saw it on, like, a shitty Betamax. So, oh, yeah. Were you swimming naked, and you were like, God, I gotta stop doing no, that. No, honestly, I, I, it was Andy when... Andy couldn't the, swim. No, we had, these, we had this beach in Hudson... Um, that was a lake, and I was terrified to go in the lake solely because I thought a shark was going to be in there. And don't mention the fact that they were floating tampons, hypodermic needles. Oh yeah, well, there's that too. But <laughs> yeah, it, Hey, the, one of the first movies that my parents ever got on VHS was Jaws three. Oh god! And for Wait, about was that which one? Yes. For like five, seven, five, six years after that. I could not even go into a pool without being afraid of oh. I was going to be eaten. All right? Did you say that? That was, was because of the shark of Louis Gossett Jr.'s horrible acting. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I of did. I eat eagle, eagle. Damn you. <laughs> a bit of both. Yeah, um, but there is that documentary called "The Shark Is Still Working," which yeah. you know Richard Dreyfuss gets to pull out his whole you know hackneyed you know the shark is working bit that he does in every Jaws I'm retrospective. In Jaws. 
Um, but he's one of the few people who are still alive from that movie. Oh my god. The, the, the documentary was shot in 2007. In the, before it was released, uh, Peter, um, Peter Benchley died. Yeah. Um, Joseph uh, Brown, the producer, died. Roy Scheider died. Robert Shaw died. Robert, well, Robert, Robert Shaw was Scheider already died dead. In like 60, <laughs> he died in 78. Yeah. <laughs> the deep killed him. That goes in the water. Shocks in the water. goes in the water. My shock. Um, and uh, Zanuck. Yeah, well, Richard Zanuck just died. So oh, it's yeah. like watching this movie of dead people talking. It's... Well, that's going to happen as time goes on. I understand that. I, but, you know, the funny thing is, too, is I thought, uh, like, Roy Scheider died a year ago. He died, like, in 08. <laughs> yeah. Way back then, huh? Way back in 08, yes. He actually narrated this. Uh, this uh, yeah, exactly. That was weird. Was what, was the, what was the TV show that he did with the dolphin and, like, Sequest DSV. Sequest. Oh, I watched that one in sh- on TV. Oh, Excuse yeah, me, so everybody. Much. I have all the rights to be captain of the world. I killed this shark with compressed air <laughs> <laughs> and electrocuted another one. Yeah. Thank you very much. And was smart enough to get out while the going was good. <laughs> because Jaws 2 was a pile of crap. All right. So anyway, Mike, anything else you gotta say about the Jaws Blu-ray other than it just, just looks so beautiful? Is there a three D option so they can really take it back to the money grabbing days when no. they gave out the just what I want to see red glasses? Oh great, guys in plaid jackets on the beach with Jew froze. Great, <laughs> this is Jaws one, not Jaws three. Yeah. Now, um, I would say out of all of this, I mean, it looks gorgeous. There's only one scene that I I really noticed that. I think they got the footage from, like... Another scene, yeah. yeah they, they had to, like, duplicate yeah. a scene to get the footage to fit. Yeah, because I think, like, the original camera boat was actually sunk into Martha Vineyard water, <laughs> so they had to, they like, tried to... That was a Martha's Vineyard? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm not going in there anymore. <laughs> no, but, like, one there's this one scene that um, is, like, showing the exterior of the boat, the three of them are on it, and it looks just a little bit fuzzy around the edges. Yeah. It, you know what though? It's it's such a minor yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just a quick everything shot. Everything else in that movie is crystal yeah. clear. Yeah. What are you watching in slow mo? How the hell did you catch that? Just did. I just was just watching. And I'm sure Steelbirds okay. listening to this going, "You fucking asshole! You <laughs> shut your pie hole!" Actually, I didn't have time to fix it. Before I was uh, when I was watching, I was watching actually watching the movie portion the other night, and it was right after um, Hooper had just escaped the shark cage. Yeah. And he's, he's just getting behind the coral. And I'm watching the movie. I get the lights down. I'm like, oh. My daughter comes down. She's like, Daddy, I can't sleep. I'm like, oh. Pause. Fuck. You said fuck in front of your Right daughter. in front of my daughter. And uh, she's like, can I watch the movie with you? And I'm like, Shh, no. <laughs> Thinking, we're going to the beach. We're going to a lake. I'm not going to traumatize her the way that those goddamn yeah. TV ads and movie posters freak me out. No, you know in the book. Hooper dies? Yeah, actually... I remember your dad having an outburst on an airplane when he read the book after seeing the movie. That book sucks, by the way. Yes, Um, it does. It is awful. It is unreadable. Well, because they have like a 40-page interlude where Bro... No, is it uh, Hooper and Ellen Brody have an affair? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I guess, um, watching the the behind-the-scenes thing, apparently, originally in the movie, Hooper was supposed to die in that scene as well. However... Richard Dreyfuss pulled a hissy fit. No, no. Um, oh. When you know they were filming, you know the you know they got the those people down in Australia filming the actual live shark, shark footage, yeah. and they got footage of this, of this gray white getting mixed, getting uh, trapped on top of the cage and just thrashing around, completely wrecking it. Mm-hmm. And um, Spielberg loved the footage so much he had to get it in, but in that scene, uh, in the footage, the shark cage is empty. So ah. it's like, well. Okay, Gotta go, so, Quint. So, so, so Hooper escapes. 
So because he because they got that footage, they had to rewrite the movie. Hooper escapes. They couldn't convince him to go down and get wow. destroyed by the real shark. <laughs> uh, I think that's Richard. You Rogers might is... get bit. I think. That's what do you mean Rogers might? Define yeah. might. Uh, it may tear you limb from limb. It's part of the plot. You gotta kind of do it because. We'll have to change the movie. It'll just fuck everything up. But just go ahead and get Come it. Come on, this is, a, this is the 70s. This is what actors are supposed yeah, to do, right? right? Do this. Don't worry, your family will be compensated. I think it'd be it'd have been scary if Jaws is not a great white and it was actually like one of those little cuttlefish. <laughs> that would have been awesome. It just blows up. All right, so great discussion, gentlemen. Yeah. Next episode, episode seventy-four. We're gonna be doing one that's near and dear to Jim's heart. He's been waiting a yeah, long time bitches. to talk about this. My Little Pony. Yes, Gala <laughs> My Little Pony episode. Strawberry shortcake. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Uh, no, actually, we're going to be talking all about heavy metal. The ups, the downs, the hairspray, the leather pads. The there's, a lot, there's a lot of it. you got to bring in a little guitar right at the mound. Yep. The hair metal band. Yes, we are going to be ta- We are going to be downing so much just straight vodka. It's not even funny. Yeah, I'll bring the cocaine. <laughs> if anybody can figure out some really bad album covers, that would be a good start. That would be awesome. So anyway, if you want to uh, get in on the on this action, you can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. You can like us on our Facebook page, Geek Salad. You can check us out at uh, Twitter at Geek Salad Radio, and you can check out the archive as well as all the posting stuff, including Stephanie throwing up to the the site of um, somebody, I don't even remember who, making love. Um, the it was Elfin Man. Man. What's that? Elfin the Elfin Man. Man making love. Uh, that'll be on geeksalad.podbean.com. And you can also check out our archive as well at iTunes and on the Stitcher app right on your wonderful little 4G smartphones. So anyway, until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. Before then, be nerdful. We'll talk to you soon. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209er clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor?